Dimitri Urban. Now, then that was space. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. Today is the four-year anniversary of this motherfucker. That's a beautiful fucking thing, dog. Four damn years. That's why I got my motherfucking Spud Web jersey on with the number four on the bitch. Just to commemorate this shit. Episode 165, one of my favorite motherfucking three-digit numbers in the world. For reasons that you have to know to know. Today's episode, something of a freestyle. You know, like, again... As I tell y'all, nigga, I don't be having no whole bunch of shit to talk about, nigga. Some weeks, I just don't be giving a fuck what happened in the news. Don't be giving a fuck about what happened on the shade room or baller alert or none of that type of shit. So, you know, it's just gonna be one of them, one of them, nigga. You know, whatever game comes to me at the time, that's what the motherfucker gonna talk about, my nigga. You know, so like... Today's episode, I'm just gonna start with like topics that I've written down and like I meant to get to over time and shit. Cause you know, sometimes that's what a motherfucker gotta do. Like, I think it was King Germ from Frocast I was talking to one day and we was talking about just like in the midst of being a fucking content creator, like trying to come up with shit. Sometimes you gotta just. Write topics as you go and shit Like you know just so you don't run out You know never make it to where Your content Is 100% depending upon What's going on In the outside world because A lot of times it's gonna be some shit You flat don't give a fuck about And that's what's been happening To me for shit like the Cool maybe like the Last few months my nigga like I Really haven't been tripping What's going on, Queen of Sheba? How you doing? Let me go ahead and turn that shit down. You've heard of motherfucking air horns. How you doing, Queen of Sheba? But yeah, like, you know, like I just got topics that I've been writing over the shit, probably like the course of the last maybe two years. And a lot of these motherfuckers I, I haven't really, like, got on, nigga. You know, some of these motherfuckers I hit, other ones, you know, like it's it's one of them things, like, it's the, the cutting room floor. Like I tell y'all a lot of time, nigga. Sometimes I bring y'all behind the curtain on my process of this shit. You know, just like how I told y'all about how the freestyle episodes come about. You know, how other episodes that I would do, you know, would come about. This is going to be one of them like, you know, this is, um, what the fuck is that shit that, that Nas did? Like, uh, pages from my rhyme book and shit like the. The lost tapes and shit like this one of them. Okay, here here's a topic that hit the cutting room floor. Like literally the first one was focus. It was an episode that I was supposed to do about just focusing on shit. And I put it as an acronym. Fuck other challenges unrelated to success. You know, that's what I put as the topic for focus. Because a lot of times, you know, motherfuckers in life get distracted. You know, and I've done episodes talking about things that are, you know, somewhat related to focusing on shit, but I haven't really hit like a whole shit. You know, so like as I was writing that motherfucker, what's going on, my nigga Uncle P, 
WWE Uncommonplace, the homie TV kid, what's the deal? But yeah, like nigga, today, you know, I'm just gonna hit these little topics. My nigga so focused. You know, like in reality, what I was writing as far as that, it didn't really get as far as I wanted to, because certain shit, like certain topics that I'll I'll touch on. As I'm writing, if I don't get enough to where I feel like I could go an hour on that shit, I just put that shit into my little, you know, like extra topic notes that I have right here in front of me. You know, so like focus was one of those ones that I was like, nigga, this just seemed like something that I could hit real quick in another episode later on in life, which is today. Episode 165, four year anniversary. This be him, my nigga. You know, and the thing is, when it comes to focus, you know, it's just kind of one of those things about, like, let's just say people who have a vision board, because personally on some real shit, I don't have a vision board. I just have something in my phone that I look at, like, um, a lot of times, depending on what I want in life, I just put that shit as my cell phone background. So whenever I open up my phone, the things that I want will pop up in my phone. Like right now, I got this motherfucking Mercedes that I really love. So whenever I open my phone up, it's a little video that plays of a motherfucker getting into that Mercedes. You know, I like to keep whatever it is that I really want in front of me at all times. You know, and I think that kind of goes to why I be skipping out on so much shit as far as current events. What's going on, Mind Triggers? I ain't see y'all even pop up in this motherfucker. What's the deal, Mind Triggers Podcast? But, like, nigga, when I be real focused, I get tunnel vision. Like, I really don't be thinking about shit else but that thing. Like, what is it that's going to help me reach this fucking goal? Everything else becomes irrelevant, my nigga. You know, because I find myself, as far as life in general, nigga, distractions will fuck a lot of your shit up. It'll fuck a lot of your time up. It'll fuck a lot of your progress up. You know, especially, like, you know, like I was talking about in... The last episode two weeks ago, how motherfuckers will have something that's very important, something that you should be putting your mind on, something you should be putting your energy to. What's going on with the shit podcast? Motherfucking Guinness World Record Breakers. You know, like I said, y'all motherfuckers better give y'all flowers to motherfucking what the shit podcast. You know, but like I said, nigga, there's things that's going to take your focus off of shit that's important to you when you can't allow that shit. Like, nigga, when it comes to whatever the fuck you got going on, whether that be you trying to buy a house, you know, you trying to get with a certain woman, you trying to get a certain job, you trying to graduate from college, graduate from high school, you know, just like me, nigga, trying to buy the bins, you know, like I want to buy a brand new house. You know, when it comes to shit like that, every fucking decision that I make, everything that I do, I got to keep in mind. What is this doing that's going to get me closer to that goal that I have? Is me talking to this person on the phone getting me closer to this goal that I have? Is me sitting here playing this motherfucking video game getting me closer to this goal that I have? Is these YouTube videos that I'm watching getting me closer to this goal that I have? Like when you focusing on something like that shit should be there at all times. Damn near like it's tattooed on the palm of your motherfucking hand. You know, like I said, nigga. One thing that I know I keep all the fucking time is my motherfucking phone. So every time I open this motherfucker, I see this Benz and it remind me, nigga, you got to get this motherfucker somehow, nigga. Like everything that you doing, whenever you pop this motherfucking phone open, that shit should be that, my nigga. 
And then, you know, when my phone is open, of course, it's the most important shit to me, which is my motherfucking kids. You know, and that's the fucking thing. When it comes to focus, nigga, I focus on, nigga, number one, what I want, what I try to get to. And number two, the things that are important on me that are important to me that I'm trying to fucking maintain. You know, like, that's just how I walk around life. Like, that's as far as the things that I've succeeded at in life. A lot of that is attributed to the fact that I like to stay focused on certain shit. Like, I don't let bullshit move me when it comes to shit that's important to me. Especially, like, my priorities, my nigga. You know, because on some real shit, I miss out on a lot. Because of how important my priorities are to me. Because of how important my goals are to me. And that's because I understand the fact that no matter what it is I miss miss out on, I'll be able to go back and get that. After I get what I actually need out of life. After I accomplish this motherfucking goal, whatever the fuck I missed out on, that's going to be there. You know, like that shit fucks a lot of people up. You were supposed to be working on your business plan, but it was a concert that you want to go to. You were supposed to be working on your motherfucking business proposal, but your homeboy hit you up talking about this motherfucking bar that they was going to. Or this motherfucking party that they was going to. Or the game came on. Or somebody came through or some little bra came through to fuck with you. And that shit stopped you from doing what the fuck you were supposed to do. Nigga, them females, they always going to be there, dog. Like, nigga, you know, like 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 the old saying, which, you know, they kind of refreshed it and made it like some brand new shit on social media. But that shit is an old fucking saying. You can lose a lot of motherfucking money chasing women. But you'll never lose no motherfucking woman chasing no money. Like, nigga, the money ain't going to be there. Women will. If you get a million dollars, it ain't a chick you're going to miss out on. But you can miss out on a million dollars chasing women, my nigga. And that goes with a lot of your goals in life. It's a lot of shit in your life that you can really fuck up. Trying to chase some shit that's, you know, fleeting, nigga, some, uh, some superficial shit. You know, like I say all the time, nigga, superficial means bring you superficial results. If you chasing superficial shit throughout life, my nigga, that's all you gonna have. You ain't gonna have nothing lasting. You ain't gonna have nothing permanent. You chasing little quick hits, you know, like you chasing bitches all day. Just trying to get pussy and get your dick sucked all motherfucking. It's going to be hard for you to really get into a sustaining, long-lasting relationship. Chasing little quick fucks all the motherfucking time. You know, and this goes for men and women. Just to put this shit in a a relationship context real quick. Stacking bodies is not going to help you find the person that you want long term. You know, because I know that there's a double standard. You know, women always talk about the double standard. Oh, men can fuck a thousand women and don't nobody care. But if a woman fuck five dudes, she's considered to be a hoe for life. And on some real shit, my nigga, like that shit don't work well for nobody. A nigga fucking a thousand women, that shit ain't that shit don't work well for no nigga neither. You know, like me, I I believe in just being focused. You know, if it's a woman that I'm interested in, I'm focused on that motherfucker. Like, I'm going to pay attention to her. That's it. 
Nigga, let me just fuck with her. I'm not, I can't be fucking with six, seven bitches over here trying to remember names and trying to remember things we did, dates we went on, what perfume I bought this motherfucker. Like, nigga, I like to be focused in my shit. What's going on, my bell? How are you doing? The beautiful my bell 504 from motherfucking toxic Bible study. How is you doing? But like, nigga, I just believe in being focused on anything that you consider to be a goal. Anything that you consider to be a motherfucking priority like me personally, that's just how I move. That's how I get in. You know, that has helped me with a lot of my motherfucking mental health. Because, you know, like I say a lot on this motherfucking show, nigga, like I'm big on mental health. Like I'm big on focusing on what's important. A lot of these motherfucking distractions will stress you the fuck out. Thinking about what this nigga got going on, what this motherfucker got going on. What this bitch got going on. Like, nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm focused on what's important in my life. Like, I don't have time for this bitch's problem and this nigga's problem and this motherfucker's problem and this motherfucker problem. Like, nigga, I tell motherfuckers all, like, I got enough shit on my plate, my nigga. I don't want what the fuck you got going on. Like, I don't even like going to buffets, nigga. Give me what, what goes on my plate, nigga. Let me get cracking with that and let me get the fuck out of here. I ain't trying to be dealing with all these different choices and selections and all this shit that I ain't even fucking interested in. I only want what I want. That's what it is in my motherfucking life. Like, I only focus on the things that I want, my nigga. Like, if it ain't me buying this motherfucking new house, that shit is fucking irrelevant. If it ain't got nothing to do with putting extra money in my pocket, that shit is motherfucking irrelevant. Like, I I don't like to have shit that takes me off of my motherfucking focus of what's important to me because all it's going to do is waste my motherfucking time. And we all know, nigga, your time on this earth is limited. Nigga, once this shit gone, you can't get it back. So I don't waste it on shit that I consider to be some bullshit. Um, what was my next topic? Stay green. Um, the stay green topic was some shit that I wrote. Um, you know, basically the concept of in life, if you're not growing, you're dying. You know, I think I just wrote that shit as like my like my my little note on Instagram and shit. Anything that ain't growing is dead. You know, basically in the sense of you should be approaching everything in your life as a student. Like you should never get to the point in anything in your life, nigga, even if you consider yourself to the point of mastering something. That you can't learn nothing, nigga. You know, like, one of my favorite things about Kobe Bryant was, even though there was times where he was considered to be the best player in the fucking league, that nigga stayed in the fucking gym. That nigga stayed working on his game. He stayed working on his craft. And I believe in that shit. As a person, nigga, no matter what you do and no matter what motherfucking status you hit and what the fuck you doing, nigga, you can always learn, my nigga. You know, you can learn from anything you pay enough attention to. And I believe in that. You know, like, nigga, you could learn from a motherfucking baby. You could learn from anything you study long enough. And if you in any industry, if you in any, you know, like, lifestyle, anything that you do, nigga, whether it be a job, whether it be people that you deal with, my nigga, like, I just believe in approaching everything like a student. You know, it's like, nigga, you, you stay green and grow. Or you get right and you rot. 
So I just believe in staying green. Like I, I believe in, you know, approaching everything with the mindset of a fucking student. What's going on, Mo Ed, Mo? You know, so like with just like with this podcast shit, you know, like as much as I feel like I figured out what the fuck I got to do, you know, I figured out what my process is, you know, how I set up everything, you know, how I do my content, how I write my show, how I approach this shit. Like, nigga, I'm I'm still learning, dog. Like I said, nigga, four, four motherfucking years, 165 episodes. Nigga, and I still feel like it's a gang of shit that I got to learn, my nigga. You know, like, I don't know if my nigga's still in here, JR from WWE Uncommonplace, or the actual name, West Virginia Uncommonplace Podcast. You know, like, me and him would talk on the phone and shit. And, you know, like, he got this thing where he likes to try to offer help to podcasters. And a lot of motherfuckers, like I tell them, nigga, and this is a thing in the black community. I don't know if it's with everybody else. I don't give a fuck about everybody else. But in the black community, it's not good to offer black people advice. If we ask you, go ahead and give us the advice. But if I'm going on about my motherfucking day, I don't want to hear your goddamn advice. That's not me speaking. That's just how it is in the black community, my nigga. You can't offer a black person no gum without them thinking you trying to say they breasting. You can't tell somebody, hey, man, you might want to move your hand on that jump shot without them getting offended and feeling like you trying to, you know, little bro, they motherfucking ass. But as far as me and Jr., the reason me and his relationship is tight and it works is because when he offers me advice, even though I feel like I'm really that nigga at this shit. I'm still willing to learn, my nigga. Like, if, if it's some shit that you got that I feel like could help me, I'm I'm all ears, dog. Nigga, even motherfuckers who, like, brand new at this shit. Like, nigga, I don't know 100% of what it is in this content game. So whether I feel like you in front of me, behind me, on the side of me, eye to eye with me, I'm willing to listen to any motherfucking advice that you got to give me. You know, like, another motherfucker is like Shan. Shan be podding from the She Gets It podcast. <laughs> Shout out to her. You know, it's a lot of shit that I've learned from her. So, like, even though in this game I feel like I'm dope as a motherfucker at this shit, it's still motherfuckers who I learn from, dog. You know, and that's something that I believe in in life in general, no matter who you are, no matter what you do, no matter what industry you in, my nigga, you should always approach that shit as a student because it's always some shit you can learn, my nigga. Like, you always grow when you approaching everything with, you know, with the mindset of a motherfucker that's trying to learn something, dog. Like, I'm always learning. I feel like, you know, like they would always, you know, motherfuckers talk about wasting time. I honestly feel like the only way you waste time in life is if you don't have fun or you don't learn. Nigga, that's the two things in life that I feel like you should be doing at all times. Having fun or learning. And again, back to relationships, my nigga. When women will say that nigga wasted my time or a nigga be like, oh, you know, I I can't believe I wasted five years with this motherfucker. If you had fun in that five year relationship, you didn't waste no fucking time. If you learned a lesson in that relationship, you didn't waste no motherfucking time. That's what it is with me, my nigga. You know, like I've told y'all. On multiple episodes, I don't regret none of my relationships. 
I'm not mad at none of my motherfucking exes. I got exes I never date again. I got exes I never fuck with again. But do I regret any of those relationships? No. Because I either had fun or I learned. You know, 99 times out of 100 with my exes, I had a great fucking time. You know, like I said, nigga, I had 13 years of marriage. I'm no longer in that. Do I regret it? Hell no. I had a great fucking 13 years. Didn't go how I wanted it to, but it is what it is. I'm not mad at it because I had a great fucking time. And I also learned a lot of shit. I learned shit that I liked. I learned shit that I didn't like. I learned who I was as a person. I learned my boundaries. I learned a lot of shit. You know, so I don't feel like I wasted no fucking time. And that's kind of the thing as far as things in your past and regret. You know, because like a lot of motherfuckers regret relationships. They regret this and they regret that. It's a lot of shit that I don't regret that were mistakes. It's a lot of shit that I don't regret that didn't go the way that I wanted it to because I learned some shit. It was something in there that I was like, damn, that shit went fucked up. I can't believe I didn't make that money or I can't believe I didn't get that female or I can't believe I I lost out on such and such. But I can't be mad at it because it was a valuable lesson that I learned. Nigga, I had a barbershop. That shit flopped. Me and my homeboy, nigga. At one point, nigga, that me and that nigga was like best friends, nigga. We was like this. After that whole barbershop shit, nigga, we didn't talk for shit. Probably like four or five years. You know, it was a motherfucking mistake, but it was a valuable fucking lesson. Not only in, you know, like they say, don't go into business with your friends. But also a a valuable lesson in actually being able to take advice. Because on some real shit, in that time, it was a lot of motherfuckers telling me not to do that shit, but I didn't listen. Because I got this thing as far as who I am. I've always been an intelligent dude. So I approach life like I'm the smartest motherfucker in the world. I really be feeling like can't nobody tell me shit. And that's my motherfucking problem, dog. Nigga, when motherfuckers, hey, man, don't don't go into business with your homeboys, man. Y'all y'all friendship gone in. You know, don't don't do it like this. Don't do that. And I'm looking like y'all don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. That's my nigga. Nigga, nothing could possibly go wrong. And everything these motherfuckers said came to pass. My nigga, it's like niggas don't just be coming up with this shit out the side of their motherfucking neck. My nigga, motherfuckers be knowing what they talking about a lot of times. So, like I said, nigga, I approach everything like a student now because of that type of situation where I was approaching that shit like I knew everything in the world and these niggas just didn't know what the fuck they was talking about. Some of these motherfuckers was literally successful entrepreneurs and I didn't want to hear what the fuck they had to say knowing that they done went through everything that I was finna go through and I fucking bumped my damn head anyway thinking that I was... The smartest motherfucker in the world thinking I was smarter than the average bear. A lot of times, nigga, you got to approach that shit like, nigga, you just the average motherfucking bear. What's going on, my nigga Trill, my nigga John Watson up in this bitch, Shanby Potter. Motherfucking sports for you. You know, I got my niggas on behind me and shit. What'd he say? Rocking that spud web, hell yeah, nigga, four-year anniversary, nigga, got to have that number four on this motherfucker. What it say, it doesn't matter if you like the Wiz or the Wizard of Oz more. No, if you like the Wizard of Oz, you watch your motherfucking mind. As a black person, 
you you going to you you off code if you saying that the Wizard of Oz is better. What it say? You ate greater what you do. Now they say what that mouth do. Hey man, I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and leave that shit at that, my bill. But yeah, nigga, like you know, that's just the thing as far as staying green. Next motherfucking topic that I wrote that hit the motherfucking cutting room floor. Find your lane. This is one. I did a video, shit, when I was fucking brand new at podcasting, dog. Like, I think I had, I, I probably was only like two, three episodes into the Too Much Game podcast. And I just shot like, you know, to promote the show, I was still like figuring out what I wanted to do as far as show promotion. So I would do little short videos and shit. And this particular video that I did, I wrote the little note too. Like, man, I should do a whole episode about this shit, about finding your lane. And the premise of it was a lot of people say shit like stay in your lane. And I don't believe in that shit. Like, I believe in finding a lane that's comfortable for you. And if something happens to where you got to switch lanes, be willing to switch that lane. You know, because a lot of times... The lane that you in, and you know this goes for me being a motherfucking professional truck driver, dog. Sometimes it's traffic in the lane you in. Sometimes the lane you in ends. Nigga, sometimes, nigga, like, let's just put it this way. What if your lane was the newspaper lane? You know, what if what if your lane was um, working as an AT&T phone operator? What if that was your lane? Nigga, sometimes your lane becomes obsolete, my nigga. You know, nigga, sometimes your lane ain't ain't a lane worth doing shit in no more. So sometimes you got to find another fucking lane, my nigga. Like, you got to be able to be versatile sometimes. Nigga, sometimes, nigga, like, let's just put it this way. Nigga, what if Ice Cube just stayed in rap and said, I'm all I am is a rapper. That's it. I'm only rapping. We wouldn't have had Doughboy from Boys in the Hood. There would be no Friday. You know, there would be no All About the Benjamins. You know, like, there would be no um, Barbershop movie. What else this nigga do? Uh, Are we there yet? You know, nigga, what if Diddy just said, nigga, I'm, I'm only doing music. Wouldn't be no Sean John. You niggas wouldn't be drinking Ciroc. You know, what if Will Smith only wanted to be a rapper? There'd be no Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You know, it's a lot of shit that motherfuckers have to step out that lane to go do some other shit, my nigga. You know, and sometimes in life, that's what we got to do. You know, a lot of times we might be comfortable in something that we doing because it's just something that comes easy to us. But nigga, nigga, a lot of times, nigga, we got a bigger fucking purpose. You know, there's something bigger and better out there for you. You know, so don't never turn down the opportunity to step into some other shit. You know, because like I tell y'all all the time, nigga, the Too Much Game podcast, I'm here to get y'all niggas the game. I'm here to, you know, give y'all motherfuckers this philosophy that I have and do it the way that I fucking do it. But, nigga, I'm going to try my hand at stand-up comedy. You know, like I tell y'all niggas, I ain't here to make you motherfuckers laugh, but I'm good at that shit. So, nigga, once I find me a motherfucking open mic, nigga, I'm stepping on stage to do comedy. Never know, nigga, I might be successful with that motherfucking shit, but I'm for damn sure gonna try, you know, because like I always say, nigga, and I need to do an episode about this shit one day, my nigga. 
I think I have, but I'm 165 in, so, you know, nigga, sometimes I'll be forgetting. But you way more likely to fuck, to regret some shit that you did and failed at than some shit that you was afraid to try. What it say? Be the best at the lane you choose. Definitely don't half-ass it exactly. You know, that's the fucking thing. Like, when you find a lane, my nigga, you should be finding shit that you comfortable doing, that you feel like you do for free. Just like podcasting, my nigga. Like, I make my money driving trucks. Like, I tell y'all all the time. I'm cool. I'm financially comfortable as a truck driver. Why am I podcasting? Because this is some shit that I, I'm passionate about. Something that I love doing. Something that I enjoy doing. Like I said about comedy. It's some shit that I'm I'm naturally funny. So, I feel like I could jump off into that lane and at least give it a good college try, my nigga. Like, at least go out there, take that shit serious, and see where it takes me. Because that might be some shit that might get me out of truck driving. Because truck driving is what I do because it takes care of my family. It takes care of my kids. Pays my bills. Pays my rent. Pays my mortgage. Everything that needs to be taken care of is taken care of because I have that thing that I'm doing that's taking care of all that shit. But... In life, nigga, I feel like we should all have something that we passionate about. That you willing to do every motherfucking day for free. You know, whether it makes money or not should be fucking irrelevant. Of course, in life, the goal is always to make money. But I feel like the main goal in life is to find happiness. And I feel like there's no greater happiness than getting paid to do some shit that you do for free. Say sham. People be mad when you can switch lanes because they can they can't be diverse too. Exactly. What it say? I think even if you fail at something, you should look at that as a lesson on how not to do it in that way again. Exactly. And that's the fucking thing. Like you much more regret things that you didn't do than things that you failed at. What's going on? Unapologetically be. You know, because the thing is, when you fail at something, you at least knew you tried. You at least feel good in the fact that you 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 had a real good attempt at it, and you learned something. You said, "Damn, nigga, I, I thought that I could do that shit, but hey, man, it wasn't for me." But if you don't do it, it's a big ass what if, and that what if hurt like a motherfucker. That what if is some bullshit. When you sitting here like I could have been the greatest of all time. I could have been really good. I could have made some money at that shit. I could have met my favorite celebrity doing that shit. I could have blah, blah, blah. I could have blah, blah, blah. I could have whoop de whoop. Nigga, you might as well have just tried that shit and fell on your motherfucking face. You know, because that's what it was with me. Like, nigga, I, I, I probably said this shit in like 2005, 2006. The reason that I have the tendency to fall on my face a lot of times is because I don't look down when I'm trying to move forward. You know, meaning when it comes to me, and like I said earlier about the, the topic of focus, I get fucking tunnel vision. You know, just like I said about the barbershop shit. 
when everybody was trying to give me advice, it sounded like hate to me. I ain't even going to front, even though it was sound advice, even though what they were saying came from a place of experience and also came from a place of only wanting to see the best for me. Nigga, I thought they was fucking hating. Oh, nigga, don't go in business with your friend. It's it's bound to fail. You know, you and your friend going to fall out. You know, you you and your friend, y'all niggas got two separate mindsets when it comes to this. And a lot of times that's not going to work out for y'all. To me, sounded like hating my nigga. I'm fuck. I'm doing that shit anyway. I don't give a fuck. Now, in hindsight, I probably just would have approached that shit, you know, with a different mindset. Like, okay, maybe, you know, I might have to start one by myself. Let him start one by himself, and we'll reconvene and maybe try to do some type of merger situation, or me and him would do something where one of us is an advisor and the other one does the ABC, or you know, we do some type of joint venture or some other shit. But actually going into business as friends, shouldn't have did that shit. But again, when it comes to me and the way that I fucking move, I don't look at failure as a fucking option. So a lot of times, nigga, I got the tendency to just run full speed into some shit. Fuck it, it's going to work or it ain't going to work. You know, that's usually my motherfucking mindset. I'm just going to do that shit. You know, nigga, like I said, nigga, I, I got the... That motherfucking Nike mindset, nigga. I just do it. What's going on, Blackjack94, Birmingham, Alabama? What she say? Correct. It's a process of learning oneself, too. Exactly. What you say, Queen of Sheba? Damn, I'm going to NASCAR and I don't even have a driver's license. Get a motherfucking license. You know, because the thing is, when it comes to anything that you're doing in life, like I said earlier about staying green, you should always approach it as a student. You know, when it comes to any endeavor that you're going in in life, I don't believe in over planning, overthinking and all that shit. But I do believe in doing research, you know, at least get a basic understanding of what you're going into. So you don't go into the motherfucker about to fail because that's what it was when it came to the barbershop that me and my homeboy started. Nigga, it wasn't that we just went in completely blind, but there was key information that we missed out on. But I don't have no regrets as far as that shit because we learn valuable lessons. We gain valuable motherfucking experience. You know, there was things in there that the only way we could have learned it by was actually doing that shit. So I don't have no regrets with that. You know, like I said, nigga, I, I failed at a lot of things in life. Do I regret any of that shit? No. Nigga, most of my biggest regrets are things that I didn't do. Things that I might have been afraid to do. Motherfuckers who I didn't speak to. Motherfuckers who I didn't ask certain questions. All my regrets are about shit that I was afraid of. You know, shit that I that I should have spoke up on. Shit that I should have done. Places that I should have gone. Opportunities that I let slide. That's what I regret. I don't regret none of my failures. Like, nigga, all my failures was valuable for fucking experience. You know, all of that shit was some shit that I can literally look back on and be like, hey, nigga, I either learned or had fun. So I don't have no fucking regrets on things that I learned or have fun on, my nigga. You know, so that's what I'm talking about as far as finding a lane. When you find a lane, be willing to go at least 50% into that shit. You know, because I believe in um, having something... To pay for your dreams 
until your dreams can afford to pay for themselves. You know, like it's a lot of motherfuckers that want to come into this content game. I'm not going to say quit your job to do content. I'm going to say anytime that you're not doing what you do to make your money, you should be doing something that leads to this motherfucking content that you create. If you want to do hair, keep doing the job that you have and do hair on the side until that hair business can pay the bills and shit. Keep that motherfucking job, my nigga, like keep your main source of income, bringing in the motherfucking income until your dream could pay for that, you know, pay for a motherfucking self, you know. So when it comes to you finding a motherfucking lane, like. Find that motherfucker, but make sure, nigga, you keep, you know, you keep your feet planted on the motherfucking ground so you don't really fuck yourself up. Because, like I said, as far as my barbershop, nigga, I ain't quit my job to do it. It was a, a side business, you know, and that's the fucking thing. Anything that you're doing, always make sure to keep your motherfucking safety net. Because you will regret if you lose everything. If you fuck your whole life up behind something. Oh, yeah, you're going to regret that shit. If you in a million dollars worth of motherfucking debt, nigga, and your wife done left you, your dog done died, nigga, everything done got repossessed, yeah, you're going to have some regrets on that shit. You know, so always make sure to keep your foundation together when you trying to chase a motherfucking dream. What you say unapologetically be? Nothing beats a failure like an attempt. Exactly. You know, I fuck with failure. You know, like I tell y'all motherfuckers all the time, nigga. Failure ain't the opposite of success Quitting is the opposite of success Nigga I feel like failure is a part of the process of success If you ain't failed it's cause you ain't tried shit Or matter of fact if you ain't failed it's because you ain't tried nothing big enough You ain't tried nothing worthwhile enough To actually motherfucking fail at that shit Because if you tried to get to the NBA Or you tried to beat motherfucking LeBron James one on one Your ass probably failed but, nigga, if you kept on trying, you'll eventually succeed at a whole lot of shit. You know, so I believe in failure, my nigga. Like, I'm cool with that shit. I done failed at businesses. That don't mean that I'm a failure. That just mean that I have failed. Nigga, everybody failed. Nigga, Michael Jordan missed layups before. LeBron missed dunks before. Steph Curry missed three-pointers before. It's just a part of the motherfucking process, my nigga. But you won't be known for your failures, nigga. You'll be known for your success. Unless you quit, then you'll be known as a failure. Nigga, Kobe is the all-time leader in missed shots in the NBA. That's a record that might never get broken. Kobe's the all-time leader in missed shots. Does anybody mention that? Fuck no. Why? That nigga's one of the greatest players of all time. We don't care about all them shots he missed. We only care about the shots he made. He's known as a fucking champion. He's known as the motherfucker who came up with the Mamba mentality. He's known as one of the greatest Lakers of all time. One of the greatest motherfucking shooting guards of all time. One of the greatest motherfucking athletes in history. Nobody give a fuck about all them shots he missed. That's the fucking thing, nigga. You you can brick all the fuck you want to. But, nigga, life is about the motherfucking successes that you have. You know, nigga, he's known as a fucking great father, my nigga. A great storyteller. A great athlete. 
you know, a great motherfucking philosopher, nigga, like a student of the motherfucking game. That's the shit you should be focused on, nigga. Focus on what's great, nigga. Fuck a failure. That's some shit that's going, you know, you going to forget about that shit. Nigga, it's a lot of motherfucking scars I got that I done forgot about. I only remember the motherfucking, the memory attached to me getting that scar. I remember what I was trying to do when I got that scar. So fuck the scar, nigga. Like, all all you should be focused on is moving forward, moving upward, getting better, and growing. Because a lot of times, nigga, the pain that you go through is what it takes for you to grow. Nigga, the next topic I wrote was trust. I'm not a big fucking proponent of trust, honestly. You know, I got a fucking theory on trust. You know, something that I would always say about trust. I don't trust nobody I can't hurt or kill. And honestly, my nigga, I think that might have been all that I wrote when I wrote the topic of trust. Because, you know, I believe in trusting yourself. I believe in trust in the process. You know, I believe in, you know, being a trustworthy person. You know, and I also believe a lot of times the reason that certain motherfuckers be so gullible is because they project they personality on the other people. And that's what gets them in hot water a lot of times. You know, a lot of times we trust motherfuckers because we think that they're going to be trustworthy like we are. And a lot of times that's not the fucking case. You know, so with me, I always believe in collateral. Like, I can't trust you if I can't hurt you. Nigga, I can't trust you with a, a, a an amount of money that I don't think that you can pay me back. I don't believe in trusting a motherfucker with an amount of money that I can't get without your motherfucking consent. You know, that's the reason that a lot of times when the bank lends money, they want collateral. Like they want to know what they can take from you if you default on what they loan you. Just like car loans and shit. That's the importance of credit. You know, a lot of motherfuckers don't trust your motherfucking ass. And this is how you should approach life. You shouldn't be trusting motherfuckers neither, my nigga. I don't believe in that shit, nigga. I believe trust is something that's supposed to be earned, not given. Nigga, my trust is a motherfucking privilege. It's not a right. If I trust you, that's a motherfucking compliment. If I let you hold something, that's a motherfucking compliment. Because I don't believe in trust, my nigga. Same thing with loyalty, nigga. I don't believe in just giving loyalty away. Loyalty is some shit that you got to fucking earn from me, nigga. I don't just trust motherfuckers. Nigga, I ain't just finna, oh, I, I don't know you from shit, but I trust you. Fuck you. I don't believe in that motherfucking shit. Nigga, I believe in, okay, nigga, if I'm going to put this money in your hand, what you going to put in my hand just in case I don't get that money back? I don't believe in trust. Nigga, the banks don't trust you. Why you trust motherfuckers? It's a lot of motherfuckers running around earth not trusting your ass. It's a lot of motherfuckers on earth not loyal to your motherfucking ass. That's why you got to earn my loyalty, dog. You know, and not to say that I'm disloyal because everybody who know me know I'm loyal. But at the same time, nigga, like, I don't just give my friendship freely. You got to earn the shit. Nigga, show me why it is that I should be this real ass nigga that I am to you.
Why should I be loyal to you? Why should I make you a priority over any other shit that I got going on in life? Because that's what I look at loyalty as. I look at loyalty as priority. Same thing with motherfucking trust, my nigga. Like, trust is a delicate fucking thing. Because, nigga, trust is the the main ingredient to motherfucking betrayal, my nigga. I just don't believe in that shit. You know, and I see motherfuckers with the pie in the sky fuck shit who say shit like, let's just hypothetically say, like leaving your mate with your friend and shit. Like, oh, you should be able to do that. And if these motherfuckers do some faulty shit, that ain't your friend. And Nigga, humans gonna do what humans do, my nigga. Motherfuckers gonna make motherfucking mistakes. You just shouldn't put motherfuckers in the position to make those mistakes. You know, nigga, I got motherfuckers who I love. I got motherfuckers who I have trust for. But as far as, like, giving motherfuckers 100% of your trust, nigga, you putting yourself in a fucked up position a lot of times when you put your trust in other motherfucking people. Nigga, I trust me, my nigga. I don't trust other motherfuckers. It's just some shit that I just can't see myself putting trust in motherfuckers on because I don't believe in giving niggas too much rope to hang themselves with. Nigga, if, if I got some, some motherfucking money that I know laying around, nigga, I'm going to go ahead and take that with me. I'm not finna leave you around my jewelry and all this shit. Because on some real shit, my nigga, not that I believe that certain niggas is a thief, but I just believe that, let's just hypothetically say, my shit get lost. You the first nigga I'm blaming because you the first nigga that I trusted. It's just, I'm, it's just better off left not done, my nigga, like... I don't believe in that shit. You know, so like I said, nigga, I don't trust nobody. I can't motherfucking hurt or kill. Fuck is that shit? But what you say, you got to have something to lose in order to be trusted. And that's your life. I agree. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, my nigga. If, if I can't forcefully take something from you, I can't trust you. I can't give you no money that I can't come back and get. I can't hand you something that I feel valuable to me. And if you run off, I can't take something equally or more valuable from you. I don't believe in that shit. And why the fuck is my motherfucking computer doing bullshit right now, making all these goofy-ass noises? What's going on, my nigga? No neck on Candy 26s? Nigga, I shouldn't even have been on that motherfucking topic that goddamn long because I don't even, like, fuck with trust like that. And then some of these, I left too fucking vague. What you say? Man, you should have came out camping with your daddy. Nigga, number one, I don't camp. And number two, nigga, I'm cool on all that shit, nigga. I'm an indoor nigga. I am not an outdoor nigga. That's y'all shit. Y'all niggas with that camping, shout out to y'all, nigga. I don't like being outside like that. I like being in this motherfucker. I pay far too much rent and mortgage to be out motherfucking side. I wrote parenting. Parenting, that shit is way too fucking vague. I don't even know why I wrote that shit like that. You know, but just to speak on parenting since I'm here, I feel like as a parent, your number one job in life is to prioritize your motherfucking children. The best advice that I could give people, especially people with no kids, is the your number one job as a parent the number one thing that you can do to be considered a good parent is finding a good co-parent. Like the first step to being a good father is finding a good mother for your kids and vice versa. 
That's going to make your motherfucking job so much easier. A good mother for your child makes your job as a fucking father way easier. A good father for your child makes your job as a mother way fucking easier. Like, I, 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 I just believe in that shit. You know, not saying that you can't be a good mother if your baby daddy ain't shit. Or you can't be a good father if your baby mama ain't shit. But having two motherfucking cohesive parents that's on the same fucking page, that got the same level of passion for what the fuck they doing, that's just going to make it that much easier for both of y'all to raise your kids. That's going to make it that much motherfucking better for the life of your motherfucking kids if they got two motherfucking parents firing on all cylinders. You know, even if the two parents can't stay together, you just got two motherfuckers that's prioritizing the kids. So no matter what my relationship is with you, it's about these kids. So even though me and you might not get along, we might not like each other, we might not want to fuck no more, we might not even want to be standing in the same fucking room together. We understand that everything that we have going on is about them. So we're going to put all our motherfucking differences aside to make sure that we make a better motherfucking life for our kids. Nigga, we make it to where our kids do better. Fuck what happened between us, nigga. This shit between me and you is no longer important. It's about the motherfucking kids. You know, I feel like that's the first step to being a motherfucking good parent. The second step to that shit is literally prioritizing their ass. Like I said about focus earlier. Like your main focus in life should be them. Like with me. Nigga, as far as this being single shit, nigga, the, the, the weekends and the times that I got Deuce and Brownie with me, I don't go out. Like it's it's their weekend. If it's me and them, it's me and them. I'm not finna leave them to go fuck off and get some pussy and you know, chill and chase bitches and go to movies and all that type of shit. No, nigga, it's all about them. Them little niggas is my priority. Nigga, once you decide to be a parent, nigga, parenthood should be your number one priority in life. We all got goals. We all got dreams. We all got aspirations. We all got hobbies. We all got passions. We all got shit that we want to do. But nigga, your kids should be nigga numero uno. When it comes to everything that you doing in life. What's going on bars at the round table? Like that's what it is with me my nigga. It's a lot of things that I want to do in life. It's a lot of shit that I want to accomplish. Places I want to go. Shit I want to see. Shit that I want to do. Things I want to try. People that I want to meet. Motherfuckers I want to spend time with. But my main priority is the development of Deuce and Brownie. That's number one. Everything else is secondary. Might be very important to me, like podcasting, like getting this new bins, like buying another house, you know, like all the other things I want to do in life. But I'm not finna put Deuce and Brownie on the back burner for none of that shit. All that shit comes secondary to me raising my motherfucking kids. Like, that's what it is with me. You know, because like I say all the time, you can call me what the fuck you want to, my nigga. Just don't call me a bad father. That's the... The number one way to offend me is to call me a bad father because of how passionate I am about that fucking job, my nigga. You could say I suck as a truck driver, a podcaster, a nigga, a street nigga, whatever the fuck other titles you want to put on me. You could be like, nigga, you suck at all that shit. But being a father, I take high offense to that shit. 
because I'm super passionate. My nigga, like, I put my all into that shit. Even if I might not be the greatest at this shit. Because it ain't no handbook to be an apparent. Like, it ain't no rule book, my nigga. You know, so you can only do what the fuck you can do. And that's all the fuck that's important, my nigga. You know, ain't no perfect fucking parent out there, nigga. The, the biggest thing that you can do as far as parenthood in general is do the best you fucking can, my nigga. You know what you say, unapologetically be, and that's more honorable. Salute to you. Thank you very much. But, like, when I think about my parents, like, the, the, the reason that I give my mom so much credit is because I know she motherfucking tried. No matter what the results was, no matter how it went, I knew we was first over every motherfucking thing. There was nothing above me, my brothers and sisters when it came to my mom. There was nothing that she was like. You, I could never be like, oh, nigga, my mom was chasing this and chasing that, nigga, and she left us for hey, hell no, nah, nigga. I, I know we was always first. That's why I like. My mom is way up here with me, my nigga, because it's, it, I was always first. And I take that fucking approach with my kids. Like, nigga, no matter what, they know, nigga, daddy ain't leaving y'all out for shit. You know, even though them niggas, if, if y'all motherfuckers follow me, nigga, whenever I go live and they around, they be motherfucking hating. Because they so spoiled with the time that I give them. They don't want me to get that shit to nobody else. And it is what it is. You know, because I can't be mad at the shit because that's what I want them to do when they grow up. That's how I want my kids to approach parenting. I want them to approach that shit the way that I seen that shit with me growing up. Nigga, I saw my mom prioritize me. I want my kids to know that I prioritize them. So when they grow up and they become parents, I want them motherfuckers to prioritize their kids. Because at the end of the day, nigga, that's your motherfucking legacy, dog. Like, I don't even understand how niggas could be deadbeat daddies. That's your motherfucking last name you over here neglecting. Nigga, that's your legacy, dog. Like, that's your gene pool that you neglecting. Nigga, I can't let these little niggas fail because that's my seed, nigga. That, that's... The, the name of Anthony Tyrone Webb, nigga, I can't let that die because I done fucked over on my kids. Hell no, nah, nigga, like, I take that job far too serious, and I feel like we all should, my nigga. Like, you should be trying to be a leader so you can raise leaders. I feel like that's a big fucking problem in communities in general and society in general because motherfuckers be too busy chasing what they got cracking over what they supposed to be doing with their motherfucking kids. Next motherfucking topic, communication. You know, I'm a big fucking proponent of communication again. I don't know why the fuck I wrote that shit so goddamn vague, my nigga. I did a disservice to myself and shit. You know, communication. Nigga, that shit was so broad, my nigga. What the fuck was I doing when I wrote that shit? But, you know, the game is the game. You know, as far as like how I feel about communication when I wrote the shit, it probably was one of them days when, you know, sometimes I'm just literally writing shit, you know, just to say, okay, if I need something, I'll come back to this. You know, so communication is just one of them, one of them things that I believe in as far as effective communication is something that we should all have and work on. 
a big part of effective communication is listening and understanding. What's going on, Hefe Brando? I don't know if you're the same as, uh, who is that? Damn, nigga, you got a whole nother name, Brando, huh, nigga? That's a, that's another nigga, but shout out to Brando, though. But anyway, effective communication is very important in all aspects of life, nigga. Whether that be talking to motherfucking females, whether that be Doing motherfucking business deal Okay HBK Brendo Yeah nigga I, I I knew when I saw your motherfucking name Yeah nigga Shout out to Brendo But um You know like nigga Effective communication A big part of effective communication Is effective listening Not listening to hear a motherfucker stop But actually listening to hear a motherfucker What they're actually saying So you can reply more effectively You know a lot of times Motherfuckers when they talk, they be so busy just trying to get off what they want to say, they miss what the motherfucker that they talking to is trying to say to them. And that's why a lot of motherfuckers have miscommunications, misunderstandings, breakdowns, and shit like that. Like, I believe in literally just shutting the fuck up and focusing on what the fuck you telling me. Because a lot of times, nigga, that's the reason I'm so short with a a lot of my conversation, you know, like I'm a big believer in brevity, even though I got a podcast that I talk for a whole motherfucking hour. I'm a man of not many words. I'm not the type of nigga just be running my goddamn mouth. I'm much more likely to sit and listen, you know, like even when it come to women who I deal with, I'm a big fan of women who talk a lot. You know, niggas love a bitch who know how to shut the fuck up. I like a woman who know how to motherfucking express herself. Because I really be wanting to know, like, the more she talk, the more I understand. The more she talk, the, the, the better I can go about whether that be pleasing her, understanding her, checking her, you know, or just going, seeing whether or not I even want to deal with her motherfucking ass. I don't like a motherfucking woman who don't say shit. I don't like a woman who don't fucking express herself. Or a woman who can't express herself. Or a woman who's afraid to express herself. Like I'm real big on trying to create an environment where people are comfortable speaking to me. Because all just letting me motherfucking talk. Because I can go. I just rather fucking not. Like nigga, I want to know about you. I want to know what the fuck you got going on. I want to know what the fuck you thinking. What's going on in your damn head. So I know how to approach this motherfucking situation that we going into. You know, because that's a fucking thing with me, my nigga. I do like a woman who knows how to be quiet when it's time to be quiet. But I prefer a motherfucker that knows how to express themselves. You know, because I'm big on listening, nigga. I feel like listening is just as important as talking when it comes to communication. You know, I believe in just how... I go about my day, how I go on about my life. Like I said about being green, how I said about approaching everything as a student. I'm real big on listening. I'm real big on observing. I'm real big on gathering information on shit because as a communicator, I like to make myself that much more effective. Like earlier in the too much game podcast, when I was still recording with being ready, we had a conversation about, how I would sit and read the motherfucking thesaurus. I would literally go and search up words and just look up all of the the synonyms of certain words 
Because when I would record my show I would hear myself repeating certain shit a lot So I'm like I gotta expand my goddamn vocabulary I'm talking for an hour I can't be saying the same shit over and over again Cause it's gonna make my shit sound repetitive Can't be doing that I gotta go about this shit a certain way Because I take it very serious I take my ability to communicate Very serious You know just like I said nigga I don't waste a lot of words because I want to make sure whatever I say is effective. Anytime that I'm going to express myself, it got to be motherfucking meat and potatoes. You know, because I believe in the importance of rarity. You know, so when I rarely speak to your motherfucking ass, you take that shit as something that's going to be important. You're going to take it as something of value. And I always make sure that what I say to your motherfucking ass is something valuable. Nigga, I don't come in this motherfucker to make you niggas laugh like I say all the time. Nigga, it's a million comedy podcasts. It's a million sex podcasts. It's a million podcasts that you go to just to hear about the trending topic and get some funny shit. I want motherfuckers to come to this shit the same way that they open up the 48 Laws of Power. The same way they open up Think and Grow Rich. Nigga, I want to be looked at in the same vein. As those pieces of content, nigga. I'm going to listen to the Too Much Game podcast because I want some game. You know, I want some motivation. You know, I want some perspective on some shit. I want to get a different mindset on something. You know, like I want a motherfucker to like give me something that I could take away from this shit. Something that I could share with other motherfucking people. You know, and when it comes to communication, that's something that I push on this show. You know, different ideas, different perspective. When it comes to you communicating, I feel like a a big, important part of communication is being able to check your ego and check your fucking emotions. You know, like you should be able to have a conversation where even though sometimes motherfuckers might not catch what we're trying to say and that becomes frustrating, you being able to, you know, pull back your motherfucking ego. And actually explain something further so somebody can understand. You know, not getting too motherfucking upset that they didn't catch it. Because a lot of times, nigga, I blame me if somebody don't catch what I say. I don't blame them, nigga. It's obviously I didn't communicate something effectively enough for you to understand. So I can't get mad at you, nigga. I got to get mad at me because obviously I fucked up somewhere. What you say, Brendo? Kind of be hard when some people be saying irrelevant shit. Exactly, nigga. That's why I don't want to say irrelevant shit on this motherfucking show. Wasn't even in the podcast at first. Sugar Free shouted you out and I had to see what was up. You the only podcast I listen to. I appreciate that, Brendo. You know, because that's the thing, my nigga. Like, I want to be the podcast that niggas who read books listen to. Like, I, I don't want. You listening to this motherfucker just because you just want some mindless bullshit to listen to. Like, I'm really on this motherfucker trying to give a nigga something they could walk away with, my nigga. You know, so when it comes to effective communication, I believe in being an effective communicator. Nigga, I believe in trying to be the best that I can to really be able to get this game to motherfuckers and they be able to catch the point. You know, like I said, nigga, I, I, I dropped a, a clip like a month ago. And everybody was so married to the wrong shit. I got pissed off and I was more mad at me because it's like. How the fuck could I say something 
that to me I felt was very small that these niggas took and they were so married to that bullshit. Like I, I got to do better. Nigga, I had to be mad at myself because obviously I miscommunicated, my nigga. You know, a, a big part of what kind of frustrated me was the fact that, like, I just feel like certain motherfuckers should be smarter as grown-ass humans, but it is what it is. Like I said, nigga, I got to take that. Like, damn, that was my motherfucking mistake. What's going on, Butter TV from the It's All Love podcast? What's happening, my nigga? But, you know, nigga, I done did an hour and shit. I might have to run back a lot of these motherfucking topics on times that I don't really have shit, but you know, it is what it is. My nigga, I had to do it. Niggas episode 165, my nigga. Shout out to those who understand. Um, four year anniversary. That's a whole nother one. My nigga, this was like an important fucking episode to me. So I had to, I had to do that motherfucker today. I had to do the motherfucker the way that I did it. Cause Motherfuckers need this game, nigga You know, nigga can't phone it in, nigga Sometimes a motherfucker gotta just turn the mic on And let the motherfucker go where it go But, you know that was, This is my four year anniversary Nigga, I'ma keep on doing this shit, nigga I probably got 10, 15, 20 However the fuck more many, However the fuck many more years I got To be alive to keep on doing this shit But, uh I'ma drop the mic on that shit <laughs> This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support me financially, you can cash at me at Uncle Dolomite, Uncle D-O-L-E-M-I-T-E, or get you some motherfucking merchandise at Too Much Game Podcast.store, T-O-O, Much Game Podcast.store. Harrison, they got here late to the motherfucker. Super dude. Everybody coming in at the end of this motherfucker. The fucking all-star game just went off. But uh, you know, support the motherfucking team, nigga. Townhouse Media. Town E House Media. Patreon.com slash townhouse media to support financially. Support the other townhouse media podcast, sports for you podcast. What I got going on behind me. Sports number four, letter U. Um, with John Watson, Mark and Nick motherfucking free. Nigga, the other motherfucking townhouse media podcast, the No Rules podcast, No Rules with a Z, Remark and Ill Will, the motherfucking Juice Crew, aka The Bloods. You can follow me on social media at Uncle Dolomite on Instagram and Twitter, at Too Much Game Podcast on Instagram, Too Much Game Pod on Twitter. Like, comment, subscribe, hit the motherfucking bell on YouTube. Um, and I think that's it. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game.